Hi everyone, it's Derek from the I Ready Podcast here and while Dave's at work and we're not going to get another podcast out for a good while, I thought I'd do a quick podcast on my reaction to the, the sacking of Michael Beale tonight. Ultimately, it was inevitable. You could see it coming a mile away. There was something not right within the team right from the get-go this season and we've failed on a number of occasions this season so far and... I think when you've had the last three home games, you've had booing at the end of the games because we've not had positive results and or certainly performances, then uh, there was only one outcome and I think it's been coming for, for a long time. Obviously the statement tonight, everybody can read it online, it was a very to the point statement thanking Michael Beale for his service since he joined the club last November. I mean there's the thing, there's another manager not even lasting a year, but he, he joined last November and it said results this season have fallen short of what everyone connected to Rangers would expect. Can't disagree with that at all there. Also, his coaches, his background staff, Neil Banfield, Damian Matthew, Harry Watling and Jack Aid have been all let go as well. In his place, Steve Davis will lead the team on an interim basis as well. He's going to be supported by team coaches Stephen Smith, Alex Ray, Brian Gilmer and goalkeeping coach Colin Stewart. Now, I think the reckoning is get through the next couple of games. We've got an international break and then we can see where we are from there. There's going to be a lengthy process. I would be shocked if there wasn't a shortlist tucked away somewhere in a, in a locked box or something like that. You would have liked to think that people behind the scenes have spoken and they've got an idea of who they would like, but we'll wait and see on that one. But in terms of Beal this season, he was backed by the board. He was given several million pounds to build that team. There was obviously several outgoings. You needed a, a full new team effectively. And I don't think we got that because we spent most of the money on the, the forward line. He's bought the players, he's scouted them, he's admitted that effectively and it seems to be all top heavy and I'm not going to criticise the players just yet because I think it's been clear there's been no system within the team whatsoever or certainly the system he's playing don't fit the players that he's bought which doesn't make sense at all so I'm going to reserve criticism of the players absolutely they go into the field they've got to do it and they've not been doing what they've been told but when it's clear as day there's nothing that's making sense on the park just now I can't really blame the players fully for that there might be players in there until we get a new manager in and he assesses the players and we see what we've got and we can try and fit a system around them we're not going to be able to see the best of these players if there is anything in them as it were the results i mean this year it really started from the the, the pre-season friendlies i don't take a lot into the pre-season friendlies in terms of the results but i take into it the performances and the team selections and the setups and ultimately the, the overall fitness of the team and the fact that we had four odd games, a couple of closed door games as well, the performances weren't there, they were just exactly like last season. Now, he did come in last season, he largely stopped a losing team from losing, we got a lot of positive results, we went on a good string of, of results, however when it came to the crunch, he never won the games, games against Celtic, game, a couple of games in Europe as well. It was pathetic. However, in pre-season this year, we just didn't see the performance. He was, he was chopping and changing the team all the time, every half, multiple changes. Yeah, you maybe do that the first couple of games, but towards the end, on the last going into the last couple of games, you would expect it to be the, the fully formed team. I don't think 
he knew who his team was and that continued throughout the, the season so far as well and the, the very short spell he got of the, the actual season you know in Kilmarnock we lost 1-0 I gave him the benefit of the doubt because it was a new team bedding in it was the first game it's a long season however the performances never picked up we got a 2-1 win against Servette a 4-0 win against Livingston the result maybe lies a bit because it was again a bit of a stuffy game where we never got the goals until late on we drew against Servet, it wasn't convincing but we got through to the next round then we had a really unconvincing win against Greenock Morton in the, the League Cup, we drew against PSV we were great in that game for large parts of it we went ahead twice but conceded really sloppy goals, 2-0 against Ross County, that was maybe the best performance of the season this year, we got hammered against PSV, we got beat against a poor Celtic team, now Let's not kid ourselves here. Yes, Celtic are getting the results, but they are relatively poor, especially if you look at compared with the last season. And we set up defensively. We set up so negatively. You know, Celtic, they were there for the taking. Their defence was shocking. We never tried, really. We got a 2-0 win against St. Johnson. We beat Real Betis. That was another good, convincing performance. Played shockingly against Motherwell, but we won 1-0. We won it against Livingston 4-0 again, but again, another stuffy performance where we we got the goals largely in the last you know 30 minutes of the game and then that horrendous, humiliating result against Aberdeen. And that was it. There was no way back from after that. I'm on record at the start when he got appointed. I wasn't happy with his appointment, but I did get behind him. I just didn't feel he was the right man for the job. It was a very cheap and lazy way of doing it from the board now I believe that board's pretty much changed now or certainly the the CEO and the chairman have changed since then if if my memory serves me right so it's hard to really make comment on that if that's the case the one good thing in the favour of this board is they have acted now the gap is seven points the league is not over as it stands just now still plays Celtic another three times there's still a lot to play for Celtic again were fairly lucky at the weekend they still got the result but they were fairly lucky they've got their own problems just now the thing that Steve Davis will need to do his remit will be do not drop any more points he has to win it's the same remit as any manager I suppose however if he can keep the gap at seven points as it stands just now we might get lucky Celtic might have another off day and and they might drop points as they nearly did at the weekend there then we get the new manager in and then hopefully we can build on something from there It's not a gap that is insurmountable at this stage. However, if it does go any further, then yes, ultimately the the game's over, the league's over, and we're already fighting a losing battle for building for next year as well. Because if the new manager comes in, just like Michael Beale, just like Gio did, he gets off to a bit of an iffy start, then he's going to be fighting a losing battle with a lot of fans already going into a new season. We don't want that. We really don't. This appointment needs to be 100% correct. It needs to be somebody who is attacking. It needs to be somebody who has proven track record as well that could be a number of things you know my dad was saying to me today well Postacoglu hadn't had a a track record before he came to Celtic well he kind of did he was experienced in winning in Japan and and Australia so he has that winning mentality whereas Michael Beale coming from the cold never had that experience at all Gerard eventually got there but he still only won one trophy he still only won the league effectively so yeah, that was a, a long process as well. So the, the new man, when he steps in, whoever it may be, needs to hit the ground running. So where do we go from here? Obviously, Steve Davis needs to 
pull a rabbit out of a hat, get something out of these players in the next next couple of weeks. I hope the board don't see that as something, oh, he should be a candidate, he should be nowhere near this manager's job. I can't imagine the board will be thinking him as a long-term prospect because the fans just wouldn't stand for that one iota. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a nervy few weeks as well, especially waiting to see what's going to happen. We need to get the results. Europe now is almost a second thought. As much as we want the results and the performances, we want to progress. I think this season now needs to be the league and the league itself, as as far as I'm concerned. However, we'll wait and see what happens on Thursday. So, as I said at the start of this podcast, and we said at the end of the last podcast, Dave and I won't be back with a main podcast for a wee while. Dave's off on holiday now, so but I will be back with a post-match podcast after the game against Limassol and thereafter. So, all that's left to say is thanks for listening and goodbye. (laughs) 